For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Slander, we got a temperature check yes. for the team. Temperature um, check. Can it be ice cold or what? Yeah, I mean, hot. It's your hot like a Phoenix sunrise. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and basically, since nobody's gonna listen, um, we're just gonna we're just gonna we'll probably just review. I'm um, uh, out of this. I will play. Did Jordan Clarkson make a three today? Oh my God! Did Jordan Clarkson make a three today, guys? He did. Yes, it was his first oh, shot. Oh God! Made. Thank God. Okay, <laughs> let's let's start there. That's what we're talking. That's that's what we're Dude, half hour. Dude, we, we about. should have a whole segment about that. I, I want to oh, hear I, a who tirade and like. Trust me, I'm, I'm I'm planning on talking about only that. So. What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting the high notes. So uh, we are losers edition. It's um a jazz talk, and uh, I am here. It is I. Uh, you can find me on the Twitterverse at Hootran, H-U-U-T-R-A-N, Superman. That's Hootran, Superman. And, you know, I fart in your general direction. Um, uh, to Jared Barker, go the distance 49. What's up, man? We suck again! Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, boy, um, Jared, I'm a real quick. I'm a, how do you feel? How do I feel? Yeah. I feel like uh, it was a frustrating but very fun game. Uh, against the Suns today, and I, I just want to say this right now. Okay, for all you who listen to the podcast, I know you're pretty much diehard Jazz fans. For the fe- for the people that tune in only to the national TV games, it's like, I, I would say a bunch of really really nasty things, but I don't want who to have to sit there and bleep a, a bunch of profanities. But man, screw you guys for just coming and launching your hot takes. You know, on the one game a year, the two or three games a year of jazz basketball that you watch instead of watching the team the whole year and actually having good takes about basketball because you know how the team plays, what their weaknesses are and what their strengths are. So thank you very much. And uh, appreciate those of you who listen and follow the team because you, you, you people actually matter. Unlike the freaking bandwagon fans that are half of this fan base. I apologize because uh, I, I, I knew as soon as I said real quick, Jared, it was not going to be, that's my bad. Um, <laughs> Some, there are some who call him Tim. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's Mr. Echo, Echo, Echo. It's Mr. Dragon Squatch. Um, uh, Logan Cox, what's up, Logan? Yeah, did you say did you say fart in his general direction? Is, did yeah. I hear that correctly? Yeah, it's a That's John correctly. Cleese reference, Monty Python. Yeah, I, I, I've seen him around, but I still don't know what he is. I, I almost asked and decided to Google instead, and realized I would have made more of a fool of myself. But I don't speak Monty Python. Uh, right, but I, 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 had, I had a lot of rage, too, and, and, and Jared was getting me fired up. And then I saw on the, t- the, the, the TV, I saw Dustin Johnson's beautiful, thick, luscious beard. And I thought of Paulina Gretzky, and I calmed down quite a bit. So <laughs> I think I'm in a better headspace now. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Um, uh, we, we brought a guest on. He's a returning guest. Um, uh, he turned into a newt, but he got better. It's the Brown Bear. Uh, Brown Bear SLC. What's up, Brian Brown? Oh, you're on mute, sir. What's a Paulina Gretzky? <laughs> it's uh, like Wayne Gretzky with a lot of plastic surgery. 
Okay. <laughs> hey, what? Uh, <laughs> host, host of um, uh, Locked On Utes. I'm a part of the Locked On Network, which is not part of the Jazz Pod Co-op. Um, uh, it's, uh, you know. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> We're coming for you, David. Negotiations uh, are ongoing. Brian, yeah. how how's it going, man? A lo- so, uh, Logan was like, hey, do you mind having Brian on this week? I was like, sure. He's actually been on before. He's like, really? I was like, yeah. So, I had to go look up your episode. It was actually almost a year ago, uh, over a year ago, like March of 2020. It was like right around the pandemic you came oh, on. Seriously? So, uh, how have you been time. since then? Oh yeah, I've been great, man. Just the, no, nothing better than uh, a year under a pandemic to uh, improve your podcasting skills and and get you excited to come back on. If all I have to do is live through a pandemic to come on once a year, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> your podcast goes that better. Oh boy, I did I did hey. something completely wrong during the pandemic. Then when when are we getting some more lost episodes from uh from Beehive Boys? Because we we're all in on that. The day that I'm not lazy and can get them cut up and produced, there's a, uh, there's always, <laughs> there's always money in the banana stand, and there's always podcast episodes to produce. <laughs> that's nice. what, that's what, like podcasting producing is like it's not just like you go on record. Like uh, for us, it's easier because I try to run clean shows where I don't have to do very much editing. But people who are better editors than me take more time and take more pride in uh, the final product as. As was evident last week with all the craft that I dealt with audio-wise. Um, but that was a great uh, episode. Go check out Jazz Uni Tracker. Um, he's uh, very fun to have yeah. on with us. Yeah, a c- couple of episodes. It was it was a really good listen. I, I wasn't on last week because I was in my bed, snug as a bug. Gross. Um, so. Wow, Jazz uh, Twitter after dark. Dragon Squash Logan, uh, I know you're excited for this. Um, uh, let me just recap what happened um, uh, since our last couple episodes. Jazz um, uh, suck again. They lose to the Dallas Mavericks, and you know what? You know the the Mavericks shoot, uh, I believe, uh, 230% from three. Uh, I don't. I didn't look up the stats beforehand, but that sounds about right. And then the Jazz go to Phoenix and lose to the best team in the West, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, or soon to be apparently uh, best team in the West and best team in the league of the Phoenix Suns. Dragon Squatch, uh, knowing all that, what is the temperature check for you this week? It's not. It's not a good one, um, and I, I, I can't promise like Jared did earlier that I'll be profanity free as oh, I damn. as I as, as I work my way through this. Um, you know, work, leading up to this game, and and I, I really try to, to stray away from this because I don't like to get in the middle of all the telling people how to fan. Like it's not really my my thing, and it's one of the most irritating things that happens when you get on the social media. But for the folks who've been telling us, you know, that we, you know, this game doesn't matter. The numbers say that no matter what happens, the Jazz are going to get this number one seed. If if you are playing this team that you've lost to once already before a very unlikable team, the second team in the West that's playing great basketball, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. If those guys don't make you angry and make you feel like this game doesn't mean something, well then what the f- are you doing? Like, I just don't understand like what, what, what is it that gets you fired up then? Because this is, this is exactly the kind of game that you want and to lose it. And then to watch just, I'm, 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 I'm tired of, we played a good team to the end. and I feel good about that. And that got me thinking, like, I keep, we, we keep saying that. We keep saying that over and over again. And, I, and I'm just going to go off the top of our head here. I don't need, I mean, if, I'd say in each league, in each conference, there's a couple different contenders or teams we consider contenders. And let's think about what the Jazz record's been against those teams when both teams are fully healthy, right? So the Clippers, three games. But we, we really got to split with 
their their best and our best. Can we is, is that fair one and one? There was the yep. one game that we won that yeah, was nothing. Fair. So That's fair. so Lakers we can't do. We got to throw it out because we only played one game and it was it was not the full Lakers. So who else do we put in that category? Uh, Phoenix. Have we beat Phoenix yet? We lost both. Oh, and two. Phoenix yeah, no, nope, exactly. We lost to Phoenix. They got the so, tiebreaker. So, so if so, they win more games, they win. Yeah, yeah. So so the Nuggets, the Nuggets, full full strength Nuggets. We play the Nuggets full strength twice. What's that one? One and one. Uh, one one yeah, to one. Split. Okay. Split. And I, I I would say for me that's about the contender status in the West. I mean I guess you know the the the, the Portland the, the secret Portland Trailblazer fans who masquerade as Jazz fans would throw Portland in there. But, there's a lot um, of them. There's a lot. There's of them. a lot of them. There are dozens of us. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> dozens. But if, if, if we go if we, if we go out east then so we go we go to the top. Uh, we only played we only played uh, a full strength Philly one time, right? And what happened? One one. We lost. Yeah, we lost that one. And then we ha- we we can't we can't do the Nets because they kicked our asses with with uh, with only with Kyrie. And then we beat him with nobody. And so then we'll go Milwaukee. So and we beat we beat Milwaukee twice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. So do. I mean, the the one thing I will give the Jazz credit for is they're not the old Jazz. They have been stopping the mediocre teams. They've been really. I mean, that that is a difference. I feel good about when we play the, these bad teams and we blow them out. But I think that the rest of us that have, and and even and I want to take a step further. Some of the national media folks who will ask, are the Jazz for real? I think I don't even know what that record is, but it's nothing that like makes you feel awesome about anything. I oh, think you should follow about, HP basketball if you want to know it, what that put, record what, is. Well, it puts us at about 500, right? So that makes you feel like, okay, it's a toss-up. So for, for every, I mean, I, I guess the, the whole circular argument is, is like, like this is like, you, you, you follow sports because of the emotion and the passion and you want to see these things. And if you think that playing Phoenix doesn't matter, like I, I just, I can't, I can't get down with that. Like, I, I must, I'm sorry. Like, I just don't understand what you're doing then. And I just, I, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. I'm going to stop right there. Um. Yeah. Like I'm. I've said. You know. What we said. What last. I said last week. That. You know. I was like. You know. I feel like most of these games don't matter. And this is one of the few games. I was like. Well. It feels like it matters a little bit. Um. I. Uh, you know. The tiebreaker I'm, game. It matters. Uh. I. I'm very pragmatic anyway. So like, a loss doesn't really bother me that much. Um. Jared, it's the hottest segment on live podcasting. Uh. Temperature check for the Utah Jazz, Jared. I mean. Uh, we're we're as hot as a fe- rising Phoenix sun, as Brian said uh, pre-pod, um, but not in a good way. Hot in that uh, you know our guys are seeming to burn out, and uh, like Jordan Clarkson, uh, we're gonna set who up for a nice little rant later about Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> about everybody. He's got a burn book. He's got a jazz burn book. So, um, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Brian, I'm, uh, I don't know how often you listen, but so we do a temperature check. So you as a fan, uh, after you know the stretch or whatever, how do you feel as a jazz fan right now about this team? I, how dare you? I listen to every episode that I possibly can. Oh, uh, whatever. What are the dozens? There are dozens of you. What are the dozen listeners? I love it. I'm a high noter. That's there's no yes. doubt about it. I'm an OG yes. high noter. Yes. It's 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 Hyman noters. Let's go Hyman's noters. Well, I'll tell you this much: my Hyman is still intact after tonight. But it sounds like a lot of jazz fans have lost theirs. Uh, I, I never too high, never too low. That that's always my temperature check on this jazz team this season. And I just don't. I, I, 
I think this is the difference between when you start to look at teams in terms of a fan and start to look at it in terms of, okay, this is a team that I've, I've worked for or I've covered or, or things of that nature. You try and take a long-term view of everything. And I don't know that I'm super upset about losing to the Suns in terms of how this relates to the entire season. What I'm upset about is that now Phoenix Suns fans can talk trash to us on the internet and that makes my timeline and I don't want to see that. Because then there's more arguments and arguments suck because most people on the internet are really are two things. They're at talking trash and they're at arguing and Phoenix Suns fans like are the elite of the elite in being bad at both of those things. And the more I have to see them on my timeline, now I'm getting hot. So my temperature check is going through the roof because I don't want to see that stuff. Uh, As far as the game goes, I I think, look, it's 82 games. It's a long season. Um, You know, I'm with Logan. Like, fan how you want a fan, but just don't get bitter if I point out how bad you are at being a fan, right? Yeah, yeah. And and the other thing, too, and, and this will be my closing uh, little take, uh, the worst takes on the internet happen immediately after an emotional loss. Yep, that's pretty true. And But in the words of, in the great words of Monty Python, tis but a scratch, or, you know, a Monty Flesh Python wing. character, the Black Knight. Now that's that, that that's a great point. As I wrote down all my rants and I got angrier and angrier, I knew as I say these things they weren't going to age well. Um, and by the time by the time we listen to this on Thursday, it's not going to be uh, nearly as as good as it felt now. And I think I think you're that, right. I think that the the Suns fans on Twitter are kind of like the uh, Padre fans of baseball Twitter. It's it's hard <laughs> it's hard to handle. Wow, you're going to Brian. Wow. <laughs> Um, saw, sorry, I saw, I saw I saw the pods on the t- on the television. I couldn't help it. <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, shout out to like has so, anybody like, ever quit mid podcast? Because I'm <laughs> I, I saw He's got I saw Brian. Oh, saw we Brian did have biting, Tiffany. We did have Tiffany. Uh, his lip. He was like, I'm gonna. Whoop. So um, yeah, uh, I uh, uh, shout out to um, uh, life. Uh, wait, sorry, plant based Chad life. Life based Chad, plant based Chad. I'm a, he's you know one of these emotional um uh, uh Twitter followers that I follow today and like he was very very angry about the game today and I just like and like he talked about like how sports writers and I, I kind of told him like hey you know I'm a I'm a sports journalist too and you figure it out you know and um Why and I I appreciate from the ledge my friend yeah uh yeah. I appreciate the jazz fans who uh can you know, be emotional because like, I'm not, I'm, that's not me anymore. Right. Like I'm, I'm very pre- pragmatic. Uh, I, you know, I say pessimistic or whatever, like it, it's all good. The jazz game was done and then boom, I'm like five minutes later ready for this episode. You know, I, I'm ready to go. Um, but, uh, and I get Logan, Logan still likes the jazz fans, uh, jazz enough to get heated. I think Jared, I'm a, you know, I, I see Jared's tweets during, so I, I appreciate you guys still being able to bring that, bring that fire, uh, fire desire, um, uh, to, to the pod here. Hi, I'm McCoy. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're the Jazzy Gals. If you're looking for in-depth Utah Jazz basketball analysis, this ain't it. (laughs) But if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week, Jazz Twitter crushes, or other fun pop culture things, you have come to the right place. That's right, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And also on Twitter at Jazzy Gals Pod. Go Jazz! Go Jazz! 
so guys, I mean, uh, you know, two bad losses, right? I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, uh, bad losses, two losses. Let's just say two losses. I know, you know, fans lose their minds. Uh, but there are some things that, that do concern me about the Jazz, and uh, I think uh, I, I said this pre-pod in our pod, you know, like little setup meeting, that um, uh, there's not enough slander on this uh, Jazz podcast that to, for, for Jazz players. Uh, Bogey, you're going to get a pass because basically all the slander I still, I've still i had for you still exists. Then all season. <laughs> um, but you've also been doing it all year, so. Well, I mean, it's the same stuff. Like nothing. The thing is that nothing's changed. But it's nice when you make shots. So thank you, Bogey, for um uh for for showing up and making some shots today. That was, that was helpful. But man, there are some like some some very weird jazz things that I, I like. So Rudy Gobert today, right, got hit in the head and then he uh, had to be wheeled out on a stretcher um, into the ambulance. But uh, miraculously, <laughs> was able to break out of the ambulance and and return to the to the steel cage match. Um. I text Logan and so I'm like, like Rudy flops a little bit, and this has kind of bothered me. Uh, that and somebody had like responded to Logan like, this is the first time that Rudy's done. It. Like he does, he actually does this a lot. Like if you watch and you notice, like a lot of times he'll drive in, not get a call. He grabs his head a lot. Like he grabs his head a lot. And one thing I would like to see from Rudy is when he goes in and, and like you know we, we all talk, he needs to duck more. He needs to. I think he just needs to go up strong. Yeah, don't more. be a bitch. Go up strong. Uh, uh, he. It's just like it looks bad when he goes up there and he tries to like do these. He goes like up there weird, looking for a call. It's it's embarrassing. Uh, double clutch stuff. So the reason I think it's not great because um, it doesn't help his rep is because um, the referees see that they go that's not no that's not a foul whatever you're trying to avoid contract contact or whatever. I see you grab like I see him grab his head every game. The referees know it and that's why today like he 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 got smacked in the face. Um, could have been a 50-50 call. Maybe, but he also, you know, went down to the ground. The Jazz had to, I think the Jazz had to use a timeout, or I don't, I don't know if there's like an injury timeout the referees call or use whatever, but, you know, he goes down to the ground, uh, and, you know, he's he's that concussed, and, you know, as, as much as the Rudy, that's one he, part he of the game. He sat there I'm and like laid to, there. I was kind of pissed at him for how long he laid there, when the fact he got up and still played in the game. I'm like, okay, if you aren't legitimately hurt, that was garbage. Like, that that was garbage to lay there for like a full minute and make your and team take a timeout because you didn't get up. That was garbage. And that, and that, that's bad for the the reputation because um he's not going to get calls because you know if you're known as an embellisher, then they're not going to call you when you actually do get fouled. Uh, Brian, thoughts? Yeah, no, I think uh, I think we're talking about a Frenchman, and the first time that a Frenchman <laughs> stands up to trouble, it will be literally the first time. No. Um, oh, allez, sorry, Jared. Allez, sorry, ça. Jared. I, I know that's your uh, hey, homeland. <laughs> I, I think there are times, and, and this is this is one of those situations where on the outside we don't know what's going on nine times out of ten with those guys inside the tube, as they like to say, on the airplanes and, and the traveling and everything like that. It looked like Rudy was having a bad night tonight. Like he looked grumpy. He looked like somebody didn't get him his his tea before the game. Or whatever it was. And when he has those nights, he tends to kind of have a little pity party for himself. And the issue that I see with this is the longer you let that fester and grow and carry on from game to game to game, the bigger a problem it gets to be. And you get to the point where he was last year, where he was so kind of like obsessed with the fact that he wasn't getting enough touches and this, that, and the other, 
It's that fine line of using criticism as motivation and letting criticism seep into your thoughts and and channel your energy towards it. And I think he kind of crossed the line tonight to where it was, you know, I, I should get calls because I'm this guy and I never get them. And, and the pity party showed out, especially I think when he got in the head. That being said, he's still one of the top five best big men in the NBA. And, and you know, we saw tonight especially that without him against his Phoenix team, the Jazz are in trouble. Derek Favors is not the answer uh, to what Chris Paul and, and DeAndre Ayton can do in the pick and roll. And that's been the case for forever with Chris Paul, right? When he has a big yeah. man who can roll to the hoop and he can hoop it, like it's yeah. an almost unstoppable combination. We saw it with Tyson Chandler. We saw it yeah. with... Favors uh, isn't big enough, and he's not a vertical threat to yeah, stop. Yeah, I mean, we saw it. DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan, Jordan right? should, should, yeah. should, should still own half his salary for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. DeAndre Capella. Um, Logan, uh, you know, so this is the the, the slander part. Like, And uh, I'll apologize to you fans who um, uh, about the slander, but Logan, let's get your take first. Yeah, the t- for me, it, it brought back memories of an, of another, you know, dramatic uh, situation that's placed on a court that was not to be, and you 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 got me with wheelchair, and 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 out of respect to to I'm I'm assuming I'm gonna break the news here. Rudy's good friend Paul Pierce, out of respect for Paul Pierce having a rough, <laughs> a, a, an equally rough and great week, it was an homage to Paul Pierce and just you know some some good fits thrown on the court. Well, isn't the backstory on that his his wheelchair game that he like he crapped he like, his pants? Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I've heard. Right? I mean, he's better, denied it so. categorically, but I I still believe that that's the case. Yeah, so he, it was just it was it was a run at just trying to you know pay homage to Paul. That's the way that's the way I look at it. But no, it was bad. It was not it was not good. It was it was really not good. And I think Brian makes a good point because that's part of the the fuel that drives Rudy. And sometimes I think you 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 play with a it's a it's a tricky balance to keep. You know so. Uh, the thing is that when you avoid contact and then you try to get a call every time, and we saw it with Bogey for a while, like, you know, the referees take note of that, you know, no pun intended, and, like, they're like, all right, well, you know, we've seen Rudy embellish stuff before, so now we're going to have to really see it before we call fouls. Um, right. So before we move on, I, because I, I there, there are a bunch of other players that we're going to put on what Jared says, the bird book here. Um it's not that we, I'm like, and Brian said, like, you know, hey, we, we like these players. We just, there are certain things now that we're 60 games into the season, like, boy, you know, I would really like to see Rudy go stronger and not, you know, grab his head every time he thinks there's a foul. Like, there might be, but it's also the NBA, and they're not going to call everything. And if you really want to get, you know, your foul calls, stop trying to up and under layups and go up stronger. And then um, uh, the referees will be like, oh, yeah, he, got, he definitely got hit because the ball came out weird out of his hands as opposed to like doing his up and under layups. Um, I want Rudy to show up in one of those rugby helmets for a game. <laughs> that that will protect his, that will protect his dome. Make a statement. Uh, right. Right. So, um, like an old timey football helmet, maybe. Yeah. Leather, leather head. Let's do this. All right. So, um, uh, next on my, my, my list of slander again, a guy I really like and like, so Royce, has not been shooting the three very well, has has been doing... Like, here's the thing with Royce, and this is where the Boyan slander was coming, is like, whenever Royce is not having a good offensive game or, or something, or like one part of his game is not doing well, he's usually really good at doing other things. Um, but part of the problem is like, his confidence is gone. I, we don't know what, what happened to it. Um, it's missing. Someone put up a missing poster for it, please, because uh, the, the, the way the Jazz pinball machine works is that if he gets himself a shot, he has to take it. 
Uh, and, you know, he's learning part of that from him and him and Boyan had a possession where they each hesitated taking the, an open three and it cost the jazz uh, in regulation uh, because um, uh, that, that probably would have like, I, I don't care that they missed the shot. I just care that like, boy, you, you gave the defender, you know, half a second to get in better position to guard you. And maybe that's why you missed the shot as opposed to taking it. Uh, right, and this is the same position. Uh, Royce passed it up, and then Bogey. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. He just he took like a weird pump fake and then took the shot. I was like, oh, well, that's that's not great. Um, I even put out there. And, and I 100 percent think that Royce needed to take that shot. I feel like that possession is like I don't care how you're feeling in those situations. Royce, you are historically good. That is where you make your bread and butter. Take that damn shot. Um, and then, uh, I put the thing, uh, cause, um, we saw earlier Boyan took that side set street three again, that looked unneeded and I put out there, well, well, you know, what does everybody think about that three again? And, uh, yeah. Jared was like, Jared, what what you say? You said, um, he takes it. The unnecessary ones bother me. The well, ones that, that where you understand what, why he's doing them, but the unnecessary yeah. ones, it's like, why, why well, are you doing it? That's why we brought it up. We brought it up because as he, he, he does it way, he does it a lot. Yeah. He does yeah. it a lot that, um, he, he's in love with it and it's kind of, it bothers right. me. Uh, Dragon Squash Logan, um, uh, Royce O'Neal, what do you got? What do you got for him? With Royce, I believe I tweeted out that Royce would not crack the rotation on the current Baylor squad. So <laughs> I think that pretty well sums up. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, the, the thing about Royce that's tricky is I think he's asked to do a lot of things that he shouldn't have to do. I mean, I, I, we've said this before. He's a six foot four guard who a lot of nights is almost playing power forward, at least defensively, because 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 is because, he, is because, he a guard because, though, or is he a small because, forward? I don't know. Because okay, well, Jared, go ahead. Your turn. Wing. He's no, a wing. I'm a, I'm asking you, is he a guard no, I, or is he I, a small that, forward? He's a at six foot four is a guard. Like right, like when when did when did it, when did six foot four not be a guard? Unless we're playing PJ Tucker ball. Like six six foot four is a guard, and six foot four is like used to be a point guard to some degree. But I mean, either way. But what I'm saying is, Royce gets asked to do a lot, like in that. So I'm I'm a little more hesitant to jump in on him. I wish he would shoot the ball more, absolutely. But he's asked to do a lot of weird things. Like he's he's like like a lot of times with the starting lineup, he's a guy. He's supposed to be now our second best rebounder. That's just that there's a lot of weird yeah. things we ask him to do, and I don't know that he's. I mean, he's he answers the call more times than not. I just wish I do wish he would shoot the ball. To your guys' point, he, his numbers say he should shoot it, and he's this is this is kind of like remnants of last year, especially in the bubble, right when he just wouldn't pull the trigger, and that that is a little worrisome, I guess, as the games get a little more important, they get a little tighter. So I right. mean, it's just I, he's he's asked to do a lot though. So and and, and I'm, I've been pretty adamant that I don't understand how defense works. So I don't know if he's playing good defense or not because some people tell me yes, some people tell me no. I made the mistake of saying that you know we didn't win the the favor Sark matchup, and I was immediately told that. It, none of that was Derek Favors' fault, so I'm still don't know how defense works. I got right. no clue how defense works. Hey, I think the point that Logan's trying to make here is that at six four, whether it's small forward, or power forward, he, like he's short for what position he's being asked to play. Small yeah. forward, power forward. That's very fair. Is. That's very um, fair. I think another observation on Royce, and, and I'm with Logan on this one. Like he played 32 minutes tonight. That's too much for him. And we've all said all along that the fatal flaw with his Jazz team as they move forward is that they're missing a longer wing defender that can take on a, a bigger bulk of the load. I think everybody on Twitter, on the Internet, even people who are living out in the middle of a forest with only getting newspapers, 
wanted a Trevor Ariza type player to join this roster, and we went out and got Ursan Ilyasov and Matt Thomas. So yeah, we should have we should have signed Tori Craig, man. Freaking yeah. Man. I mean, if if well, for no other reason than he wouldn't hit four threes against us. In exactly one right? Game, right. Freaking. Well, a. the Jazz the Jazz had no avenue to get Tori Craig, so they got Tori um, Craig for nothing though. What are you, yeah, Tory, what are you talking Tory, about? The Suns had space. The Suns had space to take in Tory Craig. The Jazz did not. The Jazz could have cut somebody and taken Tory Craig. Over the cap still. You can't. You can't take him. You can't. Tra- they would have to trade. Somebody oh wait, out. are you are you saying that we, that they got him on the they got him on the waiver trade. wire? But no, no, they tra- tra- they traded for they him. Traded. And it was like it was something like jazz. nothing. Or, yeah, but we like could have traded. Exception. We could have traded some garbage. We could have traded a, a, a George Niang. <laughs> What what did the Jazz have to okay? Oh, I, mean, <laughs> I get what you're saying, but if, if 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 we're saying we can't figure out a trade for Tory Craig, we're really in a lot of trouble. Yeah, right. We, we, yeah. we, we better would, we better but, hope we, we better hope these twelve or the yeah. twelve. No, but that's that that was the thing before the trade deadline. The Jazz again, we we talked about it. The Jazz had no tradable assets, so that's Jordan, kind of what it is. But it was nothing. I mean, no, you could have you could have traded George Dang and a second round pick, uh, or something. They're, the Jazz were, the Jazz were gonna something. trade their one through nine to um uh uh one through nine the Jazz were not gonna uh, trade away so yeah. I just I don't mean, I just don't feel like George is really deserves to be in that untradeable discussion one through nine but how it, dare it, you how is. else are you gonna fit all nine players somewhere Jared you have to have a <laughs> minivan <laughs> that's good stuff how are they gonna get to the game. <laughs> Matt John Thomas Stockton is, will pull up with the, his minivan. <laughs> Matt Thomas is getting is getting a little driver's head. Um. So yeah. So uh, uh, the Jazz. Um. Uh. You know, last last person on the the burn list, I guess, or whatever we're calling it. Uh. Like, here's the thing. Jordan Clarkson has gotten a, a pass because he had a really great start to the season, and um. We you know we're talking about regression. We're talking about all this stuff, but we're we're talking about Jordan Clarkson kind of being who he is like this is the the same game that we've saw we've seen him do in la and cleveland and it worked really well for the jazz in the first 16 games because you know you like i'm uh have you guys heard what the jazz offense like what they want to do um, once they catch the ball shoot no nope. uh this is i don't know so yeah, it's a react it's a react offense, right? So um uh, this is you know I've heard yeah, this like, from like like Golden State read react. Uh, it's a it's a lock thing like um uh, uh or lock or somebody was saying it is um uh, like they have half a second to make a decision. So as soon as they catch the ball, it's either shoot, dribble, or pass. Like they're all, you know, they're all trained to do. That. And if you watch it, like you, you see it, like the Jazz, whoever gets the ball, they they almost know exactly what they're gonna do once they get it. And that's what made the Jazz offense so potent. Jordan Clarkson though is like the one that gets the leash, and that's that's kind of who he is, like right, like I'm a, he's he's the ISO player, he's the guy that I'm trying to score in um, uh, different levels. Quinn Snyder told I'm a, Clarkson. I feel like he needs to rein in that leash a little bit, honestly. Feel like. Okay, so now this is this is where coaching comes in, right? So Quinn Snyder, when when JC first came, was like, okay, here you go, um, uh, when you when you get the ball, I want you to take a three pointer or a layup. Or, or, or in the paint shot, nothing mid-range. And that, that's what Jordan... And the thing is that for the first 16, 17, 18, 20 games, whatever it was, um, it worked, and that's fine. But then when it doesn't work, you know, like, we're, we're trying to pull the reins on a player that this is what he's here to do. And it just kind of sucks because uh, 
playmaking wise, you know, Jordan Clarkson's not asked to play make. Jordan Clarkson's asked to get a bucket. And, uh, you know, Joe Ingles, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, those are guys that you want the ball. Um, uh, uh, you want the, the ball in their hands uh, more often than that. Uh, Logan, do you have any um, uh, Jordan Clarkson takes here? I, the, what you've said is, 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 is all pretty well spot on. I mean, I, when I watch Jordan Clarkson play, I don't necessarily think he's playing different than he was at the beginning of the season. It's just the shots are, were going in earlier and they're not going in now. Like, I don't necessarily see a, a drastic change in the way he's playing. It's just that, I mean, there was one point in time when everyone was, what's that, what's everyone's favorite little, not favorite, one of their favorite little stats, the 50, 40, 50, 40, 90, 90 or something. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had that in the first Yeah, there was a legitimate conversation for that for a while, and there was a lot of people saying this is he's never played like this. Is this sustainable? Um, uh, I, I, you, you've still got to roll with it. I mean, it's that's what he was brought in to do. You just hope he just starts knocking down some shots. I don't. Yep. I mean, it sounds it's a very very passive answer, but I think that if you're, I mean, he just he hasn't been he hasn't been very good for a while. It's just he he, he continues to play his game to his credit. He doesn't. That's the one thing I'll give him over Bogey is he hasn't stopped playing his game. Um, you know, Bogey has this this season, somehow, somehow I was making way, way, make my way back to hating Bogey. But um, he, but Clarkson has continued to play his game, and you just got to hope that at some point it uh, the shots start falling. You know, that generic make-or-miss league, I guess. But I, I, it is concerning, but I don't know what else you can do about it. That's that's what he's supposed to do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's true. That's true. Like, uh, I, I, well, that's that was my take. I don't know if that's true. Uh, Brian, well, what do you got be true here, then. Roy Heiss says it's true. <laughs> right. Roy Royals. <laughs> Roy. <laughs> you uh, all can take the paintbrush out of Picasso's hands, but I'm just going to sit here and admire the art that is Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> you do realize that I host the Internet's only Jordan Clarkson podcast. Wait, what? I'm sorry, what? Which, which, I host the the internet's only Jordan Clarkson podcast. That's what the what Beehive Voice is. Oh, that's gotcha. all it is. Gotcha. But you the have Jordan a, Clarkson you, podcast. We t- you got to put out an episode, man. We don't know what you are. Uh, you, haven't mean, put, you haven't put out an episode in like like no one knows. You found a lot. You found a lot. You found a lost episode like three months ago. Uh, we, we've been kudos, starving kudos, for content ever since. Kudos we're, to we're, you guys for imitating him. Truly, you guys have also disappeared for a while. So <laughs> tip of the tip of the cap. Listen, yeah, we're saving him go. for the playoffs, just like the rest of the J- Jazz. That's all we uh, need. That's all we need. JB, Jared Barker, um, uh, you're you're the you're the conductor. You are um, uh, in the corner of Clarkson. Uh, you said you were kind of off the bandwagon, which is kind of surprising to me. I'm, uh, and uh, well, I well, mean, I'm pissed. I, think... I tweeted that I was building a shrine, and he's like screwing me over. Like, what the hell, Jordan? Is he screwing you over just because like he, he's not? Because like, he hates why? me, he doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to play the way he was playing earlier in the year. He doesn't want to read react. He wants to lemonade. Okay, you did. You guys know? <laughs> hey, I only had one of those. Shut up. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Calypso, sponsor us. Give us money. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I kind of wish sometimes that we did like a live show where random jazz Twitter people would come on and and, and like yell things at us and go away because that would, that would be <laughs> I would have a no I would have a lot of fun with that I know you yeah, would hate it but I would love it that's 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 your show uh, yeah so um, we'll, let, we'll let Jared produce that one right yeah Jared can have that one that's all that's all him go go follow him uh, um uh, high notes France all right but, yeah, but so, in French confused the hell out of everybody so again JC thing again for me I, I just want to reiterate I just want to reiterate that um yeah it really is just like hey he's he's doing what he's doing um that's that's that is what it is that's what he was brought here to do. Hey, hey shout um, out to, shout out to my friend uh, uh Pedro Net on uh on Twitter you know 
who's also my future co-host on High Notes France when when his internet comes back up. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> so, uh, well, I lost my train of thought. Okay, so um, uh, nobody Jordan blames number, you. Yeah, exactly. Jordan, but JC here. Um, I hate you all. What you know, what what did you want me to get back to when it came to Clarkson? Because you were looking for something that I did not deliver at all. So I was gonna move on. And so um uh, JC, uh, you know, like again, this is this, this is a game we talked about it. And um with JC, it, it is what it is. Uh, again, he's uh, so the question is like, um, uh, do we want Quinn to like try to change his coaching style? Because like literally, it, what made him so good in the first half, Jared was. Hey, go do what you do. Like, go out there and score well, buckets. Well, now so, what's, what he's doing is you must cut down the mightiest tree in the forest with a herring. Uh, yes, uh, and um, but like I mean, do, do, like if you're Quinn Snyder, do you tell Jordan, okay, so now we want because like that's not his game. His game is to go out there and do it. Like, you want to change his game with like 25 or games or left whatever's left to the playoffs. I, I want to interject here and just say one thing that Quinn Snyder probably deserves coach of the year honors just for getting Jordan Clarkson to buy in and play defense. And the defense <laughs> has been oh, yeah. substantially average, I would right. say, which it is, is huge even for him. slightly yeah. above average, which for him, he's blocked multiple shots this year. Yeah. I, I mean, those kinds of things. And that's, we, we fans are really adept at finding the, the things that they see over and over and over again that frustrate them. In fact, one of my favorite things to do Whenever another team signs a free agent or trades for somebody, I like to go to message boards or whatever and and read what other fans write about it because fans know the flaws better than anyone. And I think there is an argument to this Jordan Clarkson, like, do you let him cook or do you let him burn the lasagna uh, from time to time and hope that it doesn't catch in a playoff series? And the benefit is that you're going to get seven games of Jordan Clarkson. So take any seven game stretch and tell me how many of those were bad games for Clarkson. Has he had seven straight yet this year? I don't think he has. No, I, don't think so. I don't have the stats in front of me. So so that's where I kind of look at this in the grand scope. For me, the regular season is done. I don't even care what the Jazz do in the regular season until the very last of the, the season when we're trying to figure out seeding, right? Yeah, because yeah, here you have LeBron and AD out here trying to submarine everybody and get the sixth or the, or the seventh seed so that they can knock out their toughest com- com- uh, competition in the first round like a bunch of a-holes. And the same thing is happening with Brooklyn, right? And all these guys are going to sit out for the last few months of the season so that they can be fresh. So what I really want to find out is where the Jazz slot themselves at the end of the year. And then let's start talking about, okay, can Clarkson play like this for seven games? Is is At that point, has Bogey regained himself? Um, you know, we, like, will Royce be able to go 30 minutes a game? Because that's what you're going to need from him in order to win a lot of these playoff series. And and the difficulty of it is that there's not a whole lot that the Jazz can do right now to improve the roster. You're kind of stuck yep. with it. Yep. So if you're Quinn Snyder, the, the the overarching thing is like, how much do I mess with things right now? How much do I save for the playoffs? And how much do I try and tinker with this to try and get us that much better for when we do hit those superstar teams? Yeah. Uh, very, very well said, Brian. Thank you very much. Again, like the slander is sort of tongue-in-cheek, but also like, hey, you know, these are just some things that we look at and worry because the Jazz are still in first place. Yeah. Uh, the Jazz are probably still going to be the first seed or, you know, second seed. or They're still going to be a pretty high seed going into playoffs. Um, the Jazz team is still, still a good team. So now so now you got to nitpick. Now you, now you got to go and, 
and figure out, all right, cool, are these things going to come back and haunt us in, in 30 games here? And that, that's kind of why we're here. We're not, we're not really – I'm not mad at any of them. Like, you know, am I mad about Rudy not going as strong? A little bit, but, you know, he's also, you know, affects the game in so many ways. Uh, am, I, am I mad at Royce for not taking the three? Yeah, I am. But, again, I think he'll figure that out. And, again, Royce um, uh, is the guy that the Jazz um, uh, have do all the dirty work. Stuff that he probably shouldn't have to do, like Logan said, and he doesn't. You know, and JC again had a very great first 16 games. He may not be the uh, he may not be the um, uh, 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 the six man of the year frontrunner anymore, but you know it is what it is. So. Hey, I'm Mark, and this is Doug. What's up? And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning. Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go jazz. Go jazz. Be our family. Boom. Uh, anyway, no, no. Mark uh, Jackson saying he's the he's de- the de facto guy still, so it was funny. <laughs> I had uh, I got a kick out of listening to that. Mark. To Jackson be fair, like, he oh, he is because Joe Ingles is not gonna not going again. This is all media stuff, right? It's all it's all narrative. So Jordan Clarkson has the narrative because he's he's a guy who scores and nobody well, cares about. That's all regular season awards are is narrative. So yeah, except for MVP, and even even then, even then bit. MVP. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I I think with Jordan Clarkson, I don't know who else there. I mean, I don't know who else is. I mean, you're off the bench. I don't know. It's probably. I mean, I. I would. Maybe. I had a Crawford come out of. Yeah, yeah. You used to vote Boucher, wouldn't? But whether Chris Boucher. Chris Boucher. Boucher. Yeah, like right now the odds, like Clarkson's minus. I just keep reading it English. So. I, I, I would say, I would say, yeah, but you never say Rudy Gobert, so that's I don't. Yeah, understand. well, cool now, uh, shut up. Uh, uh, but um, some, here I'll just read real quick Joe some Ingles. of the other odds. Like we have Montrez Harrell, Chris Boucher, Joe Ingles, Shake Milton, Terrence Ross, Shake's Goran Shake's having a very good year too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but like anyway, he's got no conversation for sixth man at this point, right? So if right. he's gonna do it, he's gonna have to do some monster work, yeah. and. I, I also wonder, like, if you start to, and, and maybe this is me being a little bit favorite with my employer, David Locke, but he talks about how many games teams are playing right now. And so you're going to start to see a lot of bad performances from teams. And I think to whose point, you're going to see a lot of the stuff that frustrates the hell out of us happen more often, especially with this jazz team. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. I'm starting to uh, wonder what tomorrow's going to look like because we know Mike's going to sit. So who's going to step up tomorrow and. I mean, Joe Ingles. Um, so Are you sure? uh, and th- th- this is what this is what bothers me about um, uh, like the six man of the year because like, it was like every crowned him at game 18. I was like, oh, cool. We have 75 games left there, or whatever, 72 games a season. And, you know, after game 18 or 20, it was like, all right. Oh, no. Was game 30, I crowned him. I waited. And well, then, then again, it seems premature, is what I'm saying. So, can I um, do I get to throw somebody in the burn book? Yes, do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you, you go for it. Yeah, I want to. Who was who was the play-by-play guy tonight? Was it uh, what's his name? Mark Jackson and Dave, Dave Pash. Dave Pash. I'm throwing him in the burn book because Donovan had 41 points and he kept talking about Devin Booker having 32 and 34. Yeah, like yeah. he was the leading scorer in the game in, the, in overtime. Annoying. 
It's awful. Mark, Mark Jackson was less annoying than Pash tonight. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, and and Pash also tried to say that uh, Monty Monty Williams was the de facto coach of the year, and Mark Jackson had to put him back. In his yeah, place. right. Interesting. <laughs> He's in the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, and Mark Jackson threw threw Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell into MVP, MVP conversation. That was freaking. Guys, yeah. um, uh, I've heard job, personal Mark stories. Jackson. Here's here's the thing. We've we've heard personal stories about Mark Jackson. I would rather not give him any more airtime on this podcast. Um, so he's an awful human being. Uh, he's he's a he's he's a real. So that's absolutely a fact. Um, so um, uh, the Jazz, uh, Quinn Snyder. It's just it's such a weird time and remember great great burn book there um uh brian um uh yeah the, i mean it, it is what it is right like um uh it is what it is the, the jazz i don't know I, I i tend not to get mad about national attention about it because you know there's plenty of it out there and jazz fans are always going to have an axe to grind against it because they really have taken the brunt end of it from a lot of national media and, and this season like is a perfect example of it, right? Nobody wants to talk about how great the Jazz are, or how record-breaking they've been, or or how fun it is to watch. Everybody wants to talk about, well, are they a legitimate contender? And it's like, well, who is really a legitimate contender right now anyways? We're in the middle of the season. And so, I like, some of it is you just kind of have to eat as a Jazz fan until things actually change. And my my philosophy this season has been to enjoy – everything that I can and then hope we get to the playoffs and then say nothing and just pray to the God of Jerry Sloan that the jazz can pull it off this season, because I don't think I can take any more close calls. Like 1998. <laughs> it's a miracle. I'm still here. Hey, um, friend, all right. Friend well, of pod or one time guest. Uh, he had an interesting take that I'd like to touch on. Tony Park said, as a fan, you're in a really good spot when your star scores 41, you're number one in the NBA, you lost an OT to the number two regular season team, and you're pissed. Remember when anyone scoring 30 wasn't normal? When when the Wheezy was popular? Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> when a player said they were proud, they cut San Antonio, they cut San Antonio Spurs lead to seven. Copy um, and copy and copy and paste all those tweets for every time we played a good team in the last two months as the no, our, I just our think consolation that was, prize. I just think that that was funny. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I just yes. think it was oh. funny. We're we're falling into um uh, Logan is falling into same old jazz mode. It, it sounds like so. No, I mean, I mean, I, I thought I was back to being calm and balanced with this this jazz team this year has sucked me back into my old habits. So I, I don't even give a <laughs> shit anymore. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be irrational. I'm gonna be all over the place and I'll change my mind and flip around. It's okay. There's no one who has any rules. Yeah, Twitter fan, isn't Twitter fan, Twitter isn't real anyways. None of us are real people doing real things. And Twitter's never solved a world problem. If anything, it's only caused more world problems. So yeah, you know, it is it, it is it is what it is. Um, I, I guess this goes back to what your expectation level is. You know, every, I mean, and it's not to criticize one one person's choice over the other. Some people are all about the journey and enjoying this all the way around. And if we get upset in the first round by the eight seed Grizzlies, they'll find a way to spin it as being positive and more power to you. But like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not real. I'm not not really into that. Like I want to see a championship. And so like, if I'm hypercritical, it's because those little things I think are separators, you know, like there's a couple things that like happen in these games that like, that are different. There was, there was important free throws down there. There was important free throws down the stretch it was either the end of regulation or the end of overtime. <sighs> Devin, Booker, Devin Booker went one of two. Donovan Mitchell went one of two. You know who didn't go one of two? Chris, Chris Paul. Paul didn't go one of two. And it's, it's little things like that. And it's it's fine. I'm 
you know, it's, it's, I am a fan. I'm not going to hide the fact that of the jazz, I'm irrational. I can't watch it. And, and it, I, as the year started, it was more balanced, but it is. I just, I, I want to see, I don't want to see anything other than the championship. And I'll be disappointed if it doesn't happen. Like that's just, that's, that's where I stand on it. And it's not going to, it's not going to change. And all of us, you know, even as balanced as we are, we've all got that one little hole for some team or something somewhere where we're irrationally like locked into it. And that's, that's what it is. So yeah, we're, we're, we're getting into the nitty gritty. Yeah. It, it, but, but that's 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 just the way it is. I don't want to see an earlier exit and then have to just live through that whole thing again. I mean, I think they've got as good a shot as any this year. So, how much All do you right. think the pressure of like the expectations for the Jazz is affecting the fan base right now? Because I think it's starting to seep in on a lot of people. Like Logan's saying, we all want this, right? And now when you start to see these flaws come up and you're like, now you're worried about it, right? Because when they were beating teams by 20 and 30 points, it felt like it was infallible to me anyways. And now you start to doubt what you saw. And you're right. Like there's little things that are popping up again. Like, well, okay, is the rebounding an issue? Is it the late game free throws? Are those becoming an issue? And so I kind of wonder if that's having an influence on things as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're trying to fine tune for the, the big one, you know? You're not yeah. just trying to fine tune to get to the second round or be better than last year. Like you're trying to find, you want to get, you want to, you want to fine tune for, for the elite part of it all. And that's, at least that's where my mindset is different. And, and, and there's, the, but there's, there's also those weird things that give you questions to, I mean, I'm sure that there's a thousand stats to tell me otherwise. Cause every time I feel like I make a point, there's a number that tells me I'm wrong. But I mean, every time, it's called every the time they, effect. but every time they yeah. shoot it, but every time they shoot it we are, and they shoot poorly, it's called a make or miss. It's called a make or miss league. So it's like, all right, well, I mean, yeah, we, 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 we've been shooting at a historic clip, but I sure as hell hope we can sustain that. We haven't seen Man, it. People been, been, I'm been so glad we had that episode in earlier games. in the season, Logan, because it's been like, that's been like the theme of the year, like of late. People are keep saying make or miss league. And I, I'm with you. Man, that phrase is really starting to great. Yeah, I just well, looked because, at the schedule. It's wild. So the Jazz had back-to-back losses to start the, start the month of March. And now back-to-back losses to start the month of April. And they had back-to-back losses to start the month of January. <laughs> Death April. Death where he was the only one that didn't, didn't start with right. two losses. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Sorry, that well, was a, a really no, I, it's, No, it's, 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 like, it was cool. Uh, and to answer your question, um, uh, yeah, I think that that's why I kind of asked this whole temperature check. Because when the Jazz were riding high, you know, I was trying to, like, rate it in, like, hey, guys. Never too high, right? And that's why I was like, give me your temperature check now because I want to, you know, remember what you said two months ago when the Jazz were on a 15-game win streak or whatever, or 11-game win streak versus when they have a two-game losing streak because, honestly, Logan said tomorrow, it'll just be back to almost, you know, right right where we were were even, even killed. Um, And having a bad loss will change that, so. But if they they lose, if, 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 if Utah loses and Dame goes off for 74, and all the jazz fans get super wet over that. Um, and he beats us, and they and they, then then Chris 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 and Cliff Paul go Pre- up and get present company in, accepted in, in in the Clippers. You know we're tied in the loss column, and I understand the the the, the schedules are supposed to get easy for us and hard for them. But do we really feel good about that? Like if, no. if we're if we're tied in the loss column, and again, then, the, the, but then at that point, Chris Paul and his his band of misfits then own the. Uh, they own the uh the t- they they control their own destiny. Yep, that's and they that's, that's well, true. I, another thing to point out is it would be the first three three game losing stretch so far for the Jazz, and it's happening in the back third of the season. 
to all freaking trash NBA playoff opponents. Like that's yeah, we we that's when you start to get like a little nervous. Peak too early. Yeah. Well, that, 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 that's where it's weird is like, I, I, I flipped the schedule open this week because I, you know, I listened to all the pods and follow the Twitter stuff. And like, we talked about tough schedules, stretches of schedules, but this is a pretty damn tough one. And no one said a thing about it. We're talking Dallas, uh, Dallas, well, Dallas. Yeah. Phoenix, I don't know. I saw Dallas. somebody talk about it. Right. Yeah, it was me. Um, no, I, <laughs> I've got no idea, but I just, I, this is, this is not a, this is not an easy stretch. I don't know who they play after this. Who they play after Portland. Sacramento, Sacramento. Home Saturday night. Well, Sacramento's not terrible. The but Queens. that's, I mean, yeah, you're Monday, Wednesday, good. Thursday, Saturday. You're four and seven, right? Or four and six? Yeah. So that's a pretty uh, tough. Ugly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, anyway, so that's that's our job. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm trying to be better at not being a depressing jazz fan um, because I, I realize that not everybody can shut off their emotions like I do when it comes to you know, life. And so, uh, anyway, I'm sorry if that depressed everybody. Hey, hey you and Emma uh, did play, tweeted a great Twitter game tonight. So hats off to both of you guys. Yeah. Well, All those junk face gifts and videos. Love, uh, <laughs> we do, uh, uh, I, I wonder if you have something for Saturday. Well, we'll see. Anyway, uh, Brian, uh, Brown bear at Brown bear SLC at Brown bear SLC. So Logan brought this up probably a month ago. Like, uh, so this whole jazz pod co-op thing has gotten pretty big, got gotten pretty popular. And he was like, I, I think Logan, you said something like, um, uh, you want to slide them in the the Beehive Boys or something like that. Do you remember? Yeah, I just ask if they're members of. It was in the shout out session. If they're members of the Jazz Pod Co-op, and and Jared came in at the last second and got me with the chair and didn't let me extend the offer and said that David Locke wouldn't allow it. <laughs> and so I never was able to try to see if they take the the, the JP well, shirt just, or not. I, I was just trying to give Brian like a way out, just in case. <laughs> I mean, like, I, here's the thing: I, I think you actually have to podcast in the year 2021 <laughs> to be a part of the co-op. Hey, we, you can we buy We literally shirt, haven't recorded an episode since June of 2020, so right. So, <laughs> and, 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 we it, need to uh, we need to re. Uh, well, well, the jazz the jazz pod is still a. Uh, they're still a member of the co-op, but they're still on hiatus. Well, I mean, I should say he because it's run by Matt Sanchez. Shout out to Matt Sanchez. Goat. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the, the co-op again, like, so this is, for those who don't know what the co-op, co-op is, um, uh, you know, just a few of these podcasts that I, I saw uh, pod weekly. So we all kind of like DM each other, got together and decided, hey, we should like kind of just like make a podcast like a certain uh Podcast Google where resources, they lock on, share guests. Where know. they where they podcast where they lock on stuff to you know be similar about that. Share crib notes. Um, and so um yeah so and, and again people have asked like how do we get on this so I don't know if they're asking to be guests or to be in the po- like really again you know there's there's no right or wrong way to be part of the podcast just go out there and listen to jazz podcast because there's a, you know there's different podcasts for anything for everybody so um, Logan how can they get a, a jazz pod uh, co op t shirt. Oh, from our, our favorite website, do you want this.com, D O U want this.com. And, uh, Brian, Brian's go forward work is to, is to talk to his boss, David Locke, and see if he can get us, uh, locked on Hyman notes and see if it could be like a, <laughs> a, J, a, J, a JV, a JV version of, of locked on jazz, you know? So right. if you can, if you can put together episodes five days a week of that, I will sell that shit out of that today. i can i can put together hyman talk for five days you know i mean come on now brian come on oh man 
I could be a PG-13 disclaimer. Yeah, but you you um, gotta get somebody to edit it for you, Logan. As in term, when I say edit, I don't. I just mean like make it sound good, not not uh, you know bleep out all the nasty. Wow, the nasty. wow, Jared, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jared, um, uh, you know, you got some time here. Um, uh, how how are you gonna end it today? Uh, well, I just want to say that uh, we're we're changing the Clarkson corner today to uh, Bogey Soakers. Uh, shout out to Logan for that one. Um, because Boyan gets a, a lot of hate on this podcast, whether deserved or not. Um, I think he's been pretty good lately. He's been uh, the shots have been falling. He was one of the major reasons we were in the game today. Uh, Mike's offense didn't show up, and neither did a lot of other guys. And uh, you know, shout out to Boyan Bogdanovic for a, a good stretch of play. And by the way, I'm, uh, somebody uh, somebody had Mike Conley the burn book. I didn't even realize he played today. <laughs> I uh, we were going long. Um, the Rudy Gobert dunk today was pretty good though. The the one the end one. So Brian, um, uh, so what, you know again they can find you at Brown Bear SLC. Um, uh, what have you been up to, man? Uh, daily podcast for the Locked On Youth, obviously, and and there are plans for Beehive Boys to be rebirthed. Uh, we may have to swap out my man Mo Sweatshirt though, as he's uh. He's acquired a player to be named later in in a relationship, and so his time is limited. But um, we we've got some uh, some feelers out there to for some replacement hosts. Um, but yeah, you can find me there at, at, on the boards at youthzone.com. Clearly, a lot of jazz talk going on with those two things that I mentioned. So that's why I'm grateful to come on here and talk jazz with you guys and hang out and have fun. I feel like I was excited about this just because I've I've always wanted to hang out and podcast with all of you together. Um, so I probably should have been a little bit more angry when I came in here. My 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 bad on that one. <laughs> no, hey. I said hey, yeah. Oh, well, hey, I love this background. We're not usually angry. Today was just a weird day, and because no. nobody's uh, so here's the thing: with jazz lose, nobody listens to the podcast, which is fine. It is what it is. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell Shams, you, buddy. <laughs> hot takes uh, and shot fakes today. Woo. Shams has tweeted out that um, uh, Beehive Boys uh, in talks um, uh, uh, in acquiring um, uh, Logan Cox as a, a free agent. Apparently, I don't. I don't even know how that happened. So, how, wait, guess, uh, when does his contract see. expire? I thought you signed him to a two-year deal. I work. Ex- I work exclusively through Woj, so uh, that's, that's <laughs> the way it's always been. I don't. I, uh, I don't sign myself with the Athletic. Um, right. The, right. Uh, but I, I was going to ask Brian where I send my re- where I send my resume. Like I will hand deliver it. Um, you know, just to, to be this even even the water boy. I'll just sit there, you know, hand you guys water, towel your heads off, whatever you guys want to do. You know, so. Oh sources, sources have told me that the Beehive Boys have been in the market to recruit one Logan Cox to the podcast for several several months now. Hey, I'm always I'm always I'm always I'm, well not always but yeah I'm ready I'm ready now I've been stretching. You can do double duty, man. Uh, and the the best part about it is. So this is the one thing that I worry about with the jazz co-op is that the Beehive Boys, while we do talk jazz, it is uh, decidedly a uniform podcast, is decidedly a uh, Larson podcast. It is decidedly <laughs> oh, a uniform podcast. podcast yeah, my, my the one thing that we've actually up. never talked about that we are officially is a jazz podcast. Um, <laughs> but the good news is that Logan and I can go rounds on the Beehive Boys over – the NL West and who's the real king of the king of the coast? <laughs> hey, that that'd be fun <laughs> stuff, especially who for the summer months. Baseball podcasting, especially who for the summer yeah. months. 
Who doesn't love a good yeah. Padres Rockies battle on a weekly basis? All of their... <laughs> when I think you of the pantheon of rivalries, that, that's right there at the that, top with okay, Duke and North Carolina underneath it. That Tatis hey, injury Matt has Holiday been did, some Matt type Holiday of Matt Holiday did touch home plate. Matt Holiday did touch home. <laughs> All I know is that Khalil Green and Dinger, the Rockies mascot, almost fought one game. And <laughs> they had to drag Khalil Green away from him as he yelled, F you, Dinger, F you. Gosh, Khalil Green, that's a blast from the past. That's <laughs> There are that's two people stuff. on this podcast currently who know that name. Jeez yeah. Louise. Now, he, he would have done great with the mullet situation that's taken place late, in, late this year. Jeez, Man, Khalil Green. It was. Trailblazer. Trailblazer. It's a little, little, little taste of what you'll get on the Beehive Boys 2.0. The Beehive Boys 2.0 <laughs> is going to be a mullet podcast as well. Uh, <laughs> Logan, we're gonna we're gonna play the um, credit music and uh, give us our shout outs to end the podcast, please. Yeah, I got a couple couple quick shout outs. Uh, Colleen Fields uh, at Fields Colleen has always one of like, again one of our good uh, I'm a note followers, always in there, always participating. Uh, Brock Bigler at Mr. Bigler. But yeah, the, but the the E is a three. All I'm gonna say is that dude DMs me about things randomly all the time, and I think he can be one of my best one of my best friends. He's fantastic. Brock is uh, great. And, and then I, I can't end it any other way than just shouting out uh, Christian Judd. You know, Christian M. Judd. I made the fatal mistake of <laughs> tweeting out my my Kobe crew yesterday because uh, my guy never two up, never two down found me some some, uh, some Kobe and uh, Gigi. Uh, Lego minifigs instead of my direction, and I tweeted them out. I, I tagged all my people, and I somehow forgot Christian news. Wow. You know, always good with his own personal things. So I will, I will forever be. Hey, uh, Christian know, looks to like Jesus. That's his deal. He looks like Kurt Russell. We had that discussion tonight. He's a, he's Kurt, a Russell, Kurt Russell Jesus guy. Hair. I'm a Sylvester Stallone guy. Uh, we are Tango and Cash. That's great. <laughs> good stuff. All right, all right. That's it. We'll see you guys next time.